0: popolitikin.com
1: presiding officially the king of royalty bring you what you want by providing you with what you need knowledge and power foods upon which to devour new talent season talent raw talent stay ahead of the game with dope music hot tracks Thumping and bumping, welcoming you back. Hit for hit, pound for pound, the best around, the Poe Politicking show.
0: Listen, because it's about to go down.
2: Com. Back to Poe Politicking. I'm now politicking with Dolo the Bandit. How you doing, bro? Doing good man, it's glad to finally
3: call in and chop it up with you.
2: Alright, for sure. So I want you to talk about your name a little bit. Why they call you Dolo the Bandit.
3: Well, um, uh, Dolo is something that I, I scooped up from just being in the hood, man. Like I'm one of them dudes that never really roll with the with a whole crew or gang of dudes like that. And um I later, you know, once I found out about the acronym for it, which is uh disobeying unlawful orders kind of tied into, you know, my character as uh, with the Bandit situation. Uh, the, the Bandit came along with me being like a cartoonist, actually like an illustrator I draw on the art test. And um, I wanted to kind of separate myself because, you know, Dolo is also, like I said, it's a HUD term. There's a lot of dudes, you know, in my HUD and around the way that might call themselves Dolo and all that. But I just wanted to make sure that um, I had a character and uh, something a little more definitive with myself to separate from the typical, you know?
2: Oh, so you talking about, like, on Belly Method Man, where he was like, I rolled Dolo from state to state?
3: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, you know, just end up tying in just with, with, with a lot of things that I stand for. Um, so that's what, what created the whole stage name for Dolo the Bandit. And, um, you know, it ties into all of the marketing and everything that I do for myself. Uh, right now, you
2: know. All right. So I want you to talk about some of your daily habits you have, and rituals.
3: Uh, daily ritual is uh, first and foremost is, is you know thank the Lord above, and then we roll up the the, the medicinal to, to to reach the skies, the heavens, and um, you know we 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 start with uh, you know priority number one man is is making sure that uh whatever it is that I need to take care of, man, is, is is going into full effect, you know, when I when I get up, man. So it's you know, it's making sure that I I eat good. Like I said, you know what I mean, keep the medicinal going and then um I try to make sure everything is written down for my day to day activities, man, especially with um the way I'm running now. I'm one of the main people that has to take care of like the day to day runs. So I make sure that um I got everything lined
2: up for myself, man, and I I, I stick to it like that, bro. Okay. And then I want you to talk about your background and how you got involved with music and fell in love with it and decided to make it his career.
3: Yo, I mean, back when I was in high school, which wasn't too long ago, um, I had one of my my homies from my hub. He was, uh, you know, we ended up going to high school together, too. Um, But he ended up kind of like coaching me into he ended up coaching me into like taking his rap shit seriously because at the time I was mostly into the art I was still drawing and everything like that and um um yeah I'm sorry about that man I'm getting blown up here on the phone but um yeah he, he kind of coached me into taking the rap stuff seriously um and in high school we ended up starting like um some cyphers in, like, poetry, uh, cafe-type of deals because in the lunchrooms we was banging out on the tables, you know, getting the boombox and the the beats going and just ciphering like crazy. And then um, one of my homies that I actually started partnering up with and getting in the studio with, he actually was cousins um, with a dude that was signed to Desert Storm Music. They was part of, like, a Harlem group called the Teamsters. And um dude ended up like putting together his own production company at the time and was starting a independent record label. So while I started diving into the music on a serious note, I also began producing as well. So I ended up becoming one of the in-house producers for the label, as well as a solo artist. And we just was building from there. We had a lot of uh, great things going on. Um, As far as uh, industry folks and uh, connects that was trying to get things going for us, Um, we were getting courted by Joel Santana to walk into a situation with Cox Um, that didn't go through uh, because Lenny S ended up coming into play and was trying to take the label to asylum. Because I wasn't like the CEO or anything of the label, I was just the in-house producers. All the executive decisions that was being made, I couldn't really do anything about. So as things started to fizzle out, I ended up parting ways and doing my own thing. And now today we got Target Practice, which is uh, it's one of the third projects that I've put out, but it's definitely the first as far as uh album is concerned.
2: All right, where you at, man? I'm hearing like sirens and shit. So where you at? <laughs> Man, ah, damn. I, I'm like, you think you got Cyrus in the background and shit? Like, where you at?
3: <laughs> yeah, man. We got fire trucks, ambulance. It don't stop, man. Even on a Sunday,
2: man. Ah, damn. All right. So um, who are some of your influences?
3: Uh, yo, Nas was a big influence on me coming up, man. Like, just seeing where you can take it with the lyrics, man. Uh, and the song, song uh, structures and stuff like that. Um, we're having 16 ball verses and then 34 ball verses on the next go. Like, that was something that I definitely learned from messing with dudes like Nas. Um, Kanye was a big influence on me. He left the last decade or so. Um, you know, Jay-Z, the Busta Rhymes, uh, the Most Deaths, the Black Thoughts or the Roots, Talib Kualiz, all these guys definitely – uh, you know, it was a big, big impact on how I felt about music. Uh, Wu Tang definitely was a big impact on me as far as um me developing just uh the creativity on like the type of character you could be and the type of style of rhyming that you that you could have and associating that with the Kung Fu and you know Japanese manga and karate flicks is one of my things, man. Like, I got an infatuation with them. I sit in the chair and watch kung fu flicks all day. So it was all of these things, man, that kind of definitely helped shape my ideas of what you could do with, with hip-hop, you know?
2: Man, who's your favorite member from Wu-Tang?
3: Oh, Wu-Tang has got to be... Uh I mean, it was more, it, it was Method Man, it was Method Man for a while, but Ghostface and Raekwon was definitely those is my dudes all
2: day. Uh you good, because you said Ghost. That's the only I don't want to hear nobody else but Ghost. <laughs> you don't
3: say Ghost, you you. Yeah, you ghost, ain't know. Yo, if it wasn't for Ghostface, Ghostface is the reason why I knew I could be, you know, Dolo the bandit. Like he was Ghostface Killer, he a dude like that. Tony to know Like I could, you know, have a name like that in this hip hop world and, and flourish
2: you know and be successful okay and as an artist what do you say makes you unique and separates you from the millions or thousands of other rappers the millions from and
3: trillions of other rappers i mean yo i take it very seriously man like this is a god-given talent for me i could be doing a whole lot of other things to make money um, and would have no problem with it, you know, but music is something that I wasn't necessarily, it's just not something that I was chasing, you know, like I ain't chasing it for the fame or none of that type of stuff because I'm already content with who I am as a person. I don't really need all that other stuff, but it's just about getting the messages and the music out there, it's like expressing myself. I ended up expressing myself in ways with the music that I haven't really um, been able to touch on as far as, like, with the paper and drawing and, and expressing myself in that way, with painting and things like that, I feel like the music is, is a much more powerful medium, and it's affected me in, in such a way where I take it very, very seriously, you know? Like, I don't really need to make a million dollars for me to make a project like a Target practice and be all right, you know what I mean? I'm cool with my music just being out there in the universe and people being able to walk away And and, and be like, yo, that was something real powerful. I ain't never heard nothing like it. I'm content with stuff like that.
2: So, what is your message? The money come, man. What would you say your message is?
3: Um, Yo, my message is truth, man, and 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 um, you know, having an identity as far as individualism is concerned. You know, I mean, not being able, not following the flock. You know, just because everybody's doing this doesn't mean that you don't still get to use your brain. And um, basically, you know, come to your own type of resolutions yourself, you know, like that's that's the stuff that I try to put into the music is is the truth and following your own truth, no matter what you hear, what you saw, still drawing your own conclusions. You know, that's something that, you know, the, the Dolo the Bandit brand is definitely about, man, is not following the flock, doing your own thing no matter what.
2: All right. And you was talking about Target Practice, so I just want you to talk about your current projects and where they can check it out and everything like that.
3: Yo, target Practice is available on all streaming platforms. That's Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music. It's available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play. Uh, basically, it was something that I knew I wanted to do for some time. Uh, I've been working on this project for you know, a little over 15 months. And um, it was just something that I, I knew I needed to do as far as creating some music that was going to stand the test of time and you know, give people uh, a good introduction to who I am as an artist and what I'm able to do. I produced the album from top to bottom. So it's definitely shown my growth as a producer and a songwriter and a composer. Um, you know, most of the writing from any of the singers or any of that on the album is definitely was done by me. Um, so it's just showing my versatility, man, and touching on some topics that are going on in the media that come with the politics and um just all the craziness that we got going on, man. Like, I try not to be too preachy, but I just touch on just real reality situations when it comes to our rights and um, just what's going on with the Bernie Sanders and the Trumps and the, and the people getting shot in the streets and all of the hands up, don't shoot, Black Lives Matter type of stuff. I touch on these things, and from a street perspective, from a black market perspective, I can't really get into... Um, the I can't really get into it from a, a preachy perspective because I come from the Bronx. and I mean I come from the hood. You know I'm a I'm a I'm a street dude. I'm an intellectual at the end of the day. I'm from the hood. I'm not a thug, but I, I come from a street background. So I wanted to touch on these topics from where it stands, from the dudes that's on the corner all the way up to the corporate office and how all of these things correlate with each other.
2: Yeah, and I'm gonna say so. Like, with me, I know the name of the show is Poe Politicking, but, like, all that stuff don't really matter to me, because, like you said, like, we from the hood, so shit. That shit never affected me anyway. I always felt like, it don't matter who the president is, I gotta do me. So, what's your opinion, like, you was talking about, but what's your your opinion on all that stuff that's going on I mean,
3: that's pretty much my take on it. That's the reason why I did this album, you know, I don't really, I don't. With this album, I touch on certain topics lightly and for the most part I I speak on it from a first-person perspective. Um, But I'm bringing you back to the block with it because a lot of people don't really understand how these politics and these bills and these laws how they affect us, even in the hood. You know what I mean? Like being, you know, they, when you talk about the Great Depressions or any of these financial losses that be going on on Wall Street or just, you know, kids getting shot in the hood because, you know, he had a hoodie on. You know, there are policies in effect that we are kind of unaware of because we're in the hood and, you know, we don't really think, we don't really see. The lines and the correlations between the two. So I just try to touch on um, these topics in a way that you know my dudes that's on the block will understand a little bit. You know what I mean? How this is affecting us and what we could actually do about it. All
2: right. And then what are some of your interests and hobbies outside of making music?
3: Outside of making music, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the comic books. A big comic book collector. I'm into the kung fu flicks. Um, you know, I'm into enjoying my beautiful city, man, in, in, in ways that I sometimes don't get to appreciate, which is like, you know, hitting up the park, taking it easy, you know what I mean? Not having to be up in the clubs all the time. I'm with, I'm with stuff like that these days, man. But for the most part, man, I'm I'm cooking up new music and and, and working with other artists on their projects, man, like making a lot of good productions for other up-and-coming artists and a few established out here right now.
2: And then what's your favorite uh, comic book and your favorite Kung Fu movie? Uh,
3: One of my favorite comic books is a comic book called, um, it's called Brigade. It's along the lines of this, uh, this Wildcat series that used to come out back in the day, Blood Strikes and all that type of stuff. Um, you said sure? what's my favorite movie?
2: Kung Fu movie.
3: Kung Fu movie. My favorite Kung Fu flick. One of my favorites is um, is uh IP Man. Okay. IP Man. I think it's LP or LP Man. I, I messed with I, I messed with that joint. That was one. The, I actually just finished recently watching that. That was a dope joint.
2: Yeah, I know the uh, the part three supposed to have like a fight scene with him and Tyson on it. Oh, see you know what I mean and that's dude that trained Bruce
3: Lee you know what I mean so and that you know that, that shit is deep too you know what I mean but that's dude that trained Bruce Lee and Bruce Lee was one of the greatest kung fu action stars in the world you know
2: alright and then what do you say your your top three goals for your careers right now
3: uh, my top well number one um is, is establishing myself establishing myself um amongst a few of. Uh, the, the the mentionables, you know, like I want to make sure that my fan base gets to a place where they are fully aware of my brand and what I bring to the table, um, and I want to stabilize um, just my 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 fan base in that regard. You know, I want to, I want to make sure that I I keep the music flowing. I had uh you know some. Some medical issues that took me out of the, the loop, you know, out of the scene for a while. And now that I'm back and I've held up some, right now my main focus is just establishing my presence on the circuit right now because I have missed so much time and then building to get back to this place to release music. So that's definitely one of my top goals. Um... I got an instrumental album that I'm going to be releasing this summer. So that's goal number two that needs to be, you know, full effect. And um, I also have another project that we're going to be releasing in the fall, but I'm going to keep that on the need to know for right now. But we definitely just going to keep the music rolling. Staying focused with that is, is where I'm at.
2: All right. Then I want you to talk about your brand and what they what you bring to the table with your brand.
3: Man, I'm bringing aggressive MC lyricism. I'm bringing an alternative take on how to approach music right now.
2: What's the name of it? The name of the album is Target Practice. No, like you were saying, your brand when you used to oh, buy- oh yeah. Well, Banded on the Loose is one of the
3: um is is, is one of the, the names of the brand. Um, so hashtag bandit on the loose, if you see that, that's definitely of the bandit representing the for the most part. And it's it's just about that rebel, being a, a rebel without being being a rebel with a cause, but not in the way of um being a vigilante, so to speak, even though in this country if you speak out your, you know, truth or you speak your mind, man, you could definitely be labeled as a, as someone who's a terrorist and, and whatnot, but It's just about identifying the truth, man, and being able to speak on it no matter what and not following the flock, you know. It ain't about being no sheeple. It's just about saying the real and keeping it raw, you know, no matter what, man. And and anybody who's living like that can definitely identify with, you know, the bandit on the loose brand for sure. All
2: right. And then what are some tools and techniques you use to stay focused on your goals?
3: Uh, like I said, writing things down, putting things on paper, man, is, is very important. You need to see it and visualize. Uh, taking time out of a you know, crazy day, or crazy week, and uh, just kind of unplugging from the social media and um, getting in tune with self, you know, that's something that's imperative. And, and diet, you know, like making sure that I'm eating, I got a heavy green diet. Um, so that, that definitely helps out with keeping my mind right. Cause it's mind and body go hand in hand you need to eat right. So you can think right. And, um, you know, doing those type of things, man, prioritizing and with the, the needs and the wants is is what keeps me focused, bro. All
2: right. And then talk about some of the sacrifices you made for your career so far. Uh,
3: man, sure. I've had to get rid of friends, family. I've had to, you know, turn down jobs and other, you know, or they say all oh, money ain't good money. I've had to turn down potential other incomes uh, so that I got the time and the resources to um, tend to, you know, my music and and making some of my goals uh, come into fruition because ain't nobody going to do it for you. You got to do it for
2: yourself, man. All right. And then what motivates you to keep doing this? Yo, I mean... Just the passion and the love, man. I got a
3: fire for expressing myself musically, and as well as I'm real competitive too. So it's also the sport of it. But um, you know, the the kids, the youth, you know, you know, my mom. These are people, and uh, some of the things that just keep me pressing. Um, even though I've gone through a lot of struggle just to even get to this place, I got so much more work to do, man. So much more growing to do, but. Coming from where I come from, you know, like, I just finished suffering from a home invasion, man. And, um, like I said, you know, just being in the streets, being in the hood, I, you know, almost lost my hand, almost lost my, my jaw from a from a shotgun blast. And I've been going through reconstructive surgery and just building my, my, my mental and my physical back up. And uh, And it's all for the sake of of just making great music, man, because it's about true being happy and you really can't life is too short to be doing anything that don't make you happy, man. So just achieving that happiness is enough motivation for me to keep running and doing what I need to do through all the hardships, through all the hurdles.
2: Yeah, you was talking about the shotgun blast, so how did that happen?
3: Um, yo, man, I had I had a I had a lot of people around me that didn't need to be around me, man. And and you know, jealousy and envy go a long way. And I had, you know, basically my own hood, my own circle, kind of turned against me, man. The crab in the barrel effect is definitely still alive and well. And and um, you know, me being associated with certain dudes that's still in the streets and doing their thing and having those type of ties you know you could become guilty by association or you could just be a little clouded um and not see how some of your friends and family might actually be jealous of you and plotting on you at the same time so um you know i had some people try to break into my crib on some home invasion tips and um you know luckily i was able to walk away with my life but i almost you know lost you know my hand and my jaw and almost wasn't able to even do music anymore, let alone talk or eat uh, or any other, other basic things that we take for granted as a human being on this planet.
2: So what did you learn from that experience?
3: Yo, know, I learned that sleep is the cousin of death, man, even though our Nas already told me that, you know, and when you're sleeping and you ain't keeping a, your head on a swivel, you know, life. Will put you in situations that will force you to to wake up, so that you can see what's really going on around you. Because not everybody has your best interest, and those closest to you could be the ones to put you in the casket.
2: And then I know, like, sleeping is cousin of death. Like, you know, we know it, but just break that. Like, what, is, what does that exactly mean? Because you know, that's kind of like a metaphor. So, what does that? Uh actually?
3: definitely. I mean, sleep being the cousin of death. Is just associating um, awakeness, you know, con- a certain level of consciousness with um, the the evils that is, you know, the devils and the evils that is of this uh, uh, of this, uh, this realm that we in, man. Like, you know, you think that because that's your friend or that's your family member, or you grew up with this dude, or you know this dude, or you know these people, that certain things are ruled out that may or may not happen to you. And you you can't leave anything. You can't be too comfortable. You know, you can't leave anything ruled out. You have to be aware of all possibilities and probabilities because this is how things happen. You know, prevention is better than the cure. So you need to make sure that you are well rounded and what you got going on with self or you know life will show you exactly how many snakes and sharks you got around you
2: hmm. and then uh, money, fame or love, which one are you gonna pick which one you need
3: oh we need the love man
2: why you say love oh, baby?
3: because the fame ain't shit and the money is a concept Love is the only thing that'll get you to climb over that mountain. You know, love is one of the only things that'll get somebody, you know, to come back to life who might be suffering from a cancer or illness, you know, or just might want to jump off a roof or, you know, not make it through life and take their own life. You know, love is one of the only things that is powerful enough to cause change and bring happiness Money and fame don't do any of those things. Even Steve Jobs died and he had enough money to be medic you would think be medically hyped. Look at Prince, he got fame and money, and they talking about he died, you know, through some, some medical sickness, quote unquote. You know, so have love, man,
2: is where it's at. And what advice would you give to any aspiring artists listening to you right now? Yo, man for the artists
3: that are coming up struggling and starving or even for the ones that's established, man, and, and may not know where they want to go with their career because they feel like they didn't did it all. So you got to stay true to self, man. When you listen to yourself, you know, aside from all the naysayers and the and and ever where everybody has an opinion but it ain't valid, well, you got to listen to yourself, man, and you got to stay true to self because no matter what, as you go up and down, that's going to balance you out and remain the same. And you ain't going to never feel no type of way or have any resentment when you know that you are staying true to yourself no matter how things pan
2: out. All right. And if it's any, like, new listeners, they're just not hearing about you, let them know why should they follow you on your musical journey.
3: Yo,
2: for those that's tuned
3: in and don't know, those of the band that is here to stay, and I have a whole lot more powerful music That's on the way to touch the people in a real way, man. I'm not one of them type of dudes that's making the flash in the pan type of music or the 25-cent bubblegum machine. The stuff that I touch on is real, and the stuff that I'm doing is for the utmost, uh, the highest level of creativity, man. I do it for the love. I don't do it for 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 anything else, man. So if that's something that you're about, you'll be able to identify that with the music that
2: I'm delivering right now. All right, man. I want to say thank you for coming through politics with me. Word. Yeah, you want to tell them how to check you out, social media and all that? Yo, you can catch me on IG, Twitter, Dolo the Bandit. That's D O L O T H
3: D Bandit. You can highlight at me on the SoundCloud as Dolo the Bandit as well. You know I mean? For the most part you can get your Googles on and see me on all that. My Snapchat is Ski Mask Way. Facebook is Ski Mask Way. Dolo the banner as well. Any one of those a uh, uh, do, scream at me, holler at me, at me, and let me know what's the word.
2: All right, man, is there anything we didn't cover that you'd like to talk about?
3: Yo, we. I think we're pretty good, man. Target Practices and stores. There's a, other, there's a few other projects out there that are part of the catalog. These are all just one of the installments. I do, my, I do my series and in installments. This will be technically the third installment, but it's the first full-length album. So you guys go check that out and let me know what it is. Com. Yo, this is Dolo. D-O-L-O, The Bandit, and I'm here with my man Poe with Poe Politic and Bandit on the Loose, BX New York, holla at me. Bandit?
1: Yeah, tonight's the night, where you wanna go? And when we get there, you won't want to leave, find a spot, we can sit chairs in the sun and breeze, like what you wear, but a love was underneath, you're such a freak and they don't know, cause you keep it discreet and play your role, mommy, my heart's racing, it's cool to slow it down, when your booty starts shaking, and moving all around, all I do is order rounds, and we having drinks, taking shots, get it popping like a cork. screw whoever hating, my dudes is jealous, why you with them, that's the snaking guys, hissing if you listen, you can save your life Them niggas is regular My niggas are regulate i fell a vanilla Dutch With the super lemon hates Her bubba kush Wonder how your mother love Cause her daughter fine I should call her mine
4: Call the dealer, he better hurry huh? I'm winding down kinda earthy. Laced up in cream, feeling dirty Let me break it down one time Blow my mind Let's go, where we at. This bitch is loud oh, yeah. It's lit, it's lit, it's lit, it's lit yeah. From East New York to 1, to 5th St. Nick to Queensland to King's Bridge I'm rolling up, I'm rolling oh. in wild oh, so In yeah. the
1: clouds in state
4: This of shit mind. is loud
1: Baby, sing to me like Tina Marie. You my lover girl, change the scenery. See we in another world, and them niggas can't keep up. I hold you down like a pedal hitting deep clutch. Two seats, each of us kicking feet up. New sneaks, few shoes in the freezer. Go to town with it how a thousand bitches You was bound to get it Now the clouds is lit Reaching the outer limits Secrets of how I'm living I mystify my image in the limelight Niggas the sour lemons The flowers in it You can smell the roses And hella smoke This is the hella dope shit If you didn't then you know now You say you want that raw soul Hit the phone and dial ma Call the
4: dealer He better hurry uh. I'm down kind of early laced up in green feeling dirty let me break it down one time blow my mind in the clouds
1: this bitch
4: is loud oh, yeah. it's lit it's lit it's lit it's lit from east new york to 125, st. nick to queens then to king's bridge i'm rolling
0: And they were always people who needed leadership or needed family yes. or needed right. something and right. then what ends up happening every single time Right. Is because you can't get resources, right? So just like even with the Black Panther Party, a lot of times somebody goes out and does something illegal. I try to get Leaves some resources. And gets the whole yeah. so organization in there, in. then they get infiltrated and they turn to something. Out. And that's, that, that's what I want to do with this album. Like, I remember picking up an album and learning something.
1: I stay close to enemies, friends and associates both pretend to be. Most of them chauvinists posing as frenemies, wise to eliminate. By invite to a slice of tipsy cake. Drunk in love, these cocktails Molotov. Wine red, plate of pasta with vodka sauce. Mine heavily sedated, but the tongue is sober. Sipping from the cup till it run over. Lying is easy, speaking truth is hard to swallow. Keep it brief in my boxes like Marciano. Model with my sheets through a party in the condo. She got a mouth on her, her body's partly the problem. Fuck pillow talk, nigga. This guerrilla war is all fair. And the bitch will reveal a sauce of your weakness. Careful who you sleep with to set you up, then wet you up. That's a leakage. Said too much. Arrested in cuffs at the precinct. Interrogated, devastated, releasing secrets. G-Whiz, people volunteered information. It'll lead you to volatile inclinations. His trial never. Pen pal you a leather. Mental notes show I've been through the rigmarole. Dig a hole, nigga, bury yourself do my dirt alone so I don't worry myself.
0: For me man, you need to be working in your community. You need to be working in an alliance somehow with your local police force to figure out better policing and people who vote, people who are active, take care of your own communities. But I think it's the media. The media doesn't give it the light. But I know this. In Ferguson, on American's constitutional rights to due process died and drained out on the street. So you think that's creative? I mean, I have to, no, no, it's to not me. about creative. A senseless murder, a senseless murder, no matter who's the No, no, no. It's different when it's government's fine. Oh. Oh, no, man. Oh, no, no. No, because these police officers are paid to protect us and exactly. have a job to do.
4: Exactly. And if they don't well, have no, any respect, well, we it's hard for us to respect each other when the police officers don't have any respect and they you every day that you're not worth anything and treating you like you're not even a citizen.
0: How are we supposed to respect each other? If something happens, so I'm, I'm to, my soul, man, saying morally
1: you're wrong. Yeah, people believe in new religion. To deceive and screw your vision. God, for every man, and his superstitions. See, I move with a creed and it's too persistent. Supersedes any crucifixions. Remember me when I'm buried in the sands Sending the infantry to further and expand Young men in the memories The burden the command Some don't want to see I prefer to get a glance Of a money tree I'm certain to get a branch Chop it down for paper Stock a pile of wood Few birds in the bush And a bird in the hand I'm burning the cuss Till the dirt is a plant What you learn in the book Should be words in the band Cause they was burning the books in the search land Take a look at the earth and plan No wonder why niggas getting castrated Saying fuck the world, this cash sacred Shit, if these is the last days then We at a fast pacing, lack patience Fathom my face, black masks masquerading The purge is a massacre, barricaded blocks on lock has encased then the beast showing his teeth salivate because i think it's despicable that black men are still murdering each other is.
0: i think it's despicable after 60 years we still have a gang proliferation problem. but what i'm saying is if you pay a government official to keep the peace police officers peace officers they begin murdering citizens, that is far worse. Now I can't trust the government that we both have entrusted over us to be safe. So a black man, who do I trust? If it, if and I don't to worry about my own people. But we don't. And I don't to worry about the people that protect the me. Who do I worry about? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, if you really worry, we worry about each other, and we try our best to take care of each other. But in reference to the police, and in reference to government abusing you, that has to be taken care of quickly and decisively, because we have a U.S. Constitution. And that is in direct opposition to the U.S. Constitution, and we have to fix that in the immediate. But if we get to the point where we're allowing our government to slaughter us, they'll come into a block eventually and say, "You know what? Do away with them all."